Welcome to the Waffler podcast. It's not actually about waffles, but no, uh, it's not. I do like them. Yeah, I know. I, like, I mean, there's so many different types of waffles. Oh, <laughs> sweet, savory. I just sort of realised. Oh, don't go down that <laughs> avenue. That's disgusting. Um, mm. But yeah, there is quite a few different types <laughs> that are edible. Yes. Oh no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so no it's not about waffles uh it's more about uh the fact that we waffle on quite a bit like we just have right there yeah that was probably about 30 seconds of waffle yeah such a posh word it is a posh word isn't it Mm, mm. Um, but yeah i mean to put it to put it bluntly we are two two young men yeah talking about subjects that we think we can talk about but really we know nothing about yeah um lack of intelligence is does come to mind it does yeah but uh let's hope we keep we're gonna try we're gonna try and talk about these things and get some gritty conversation gritty gritty um about subjects that may interest you hopefully yes they interest um, us um that's yeah. why we're talking about them so so how does it feel um a week on have you got the have you still got the glastonbury blues well uh yes yes i have i'm still deep in thought about uh i think regret that i'm still not there that it still doesn't go on definitely yeah. missing it um i'm also being that guy that's still got his band on so oh, no. <laughs> i don't know how fact, long. it's not as bad as other people they have like bands from 10 years ago yeah. that they've still got on. that'll just be me in 10 years won't it yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, I absolutely loved it. Incredible experience. Would definitely recommend anyone to go. Yeah, I mean, it's a different kind of life out there, really, mm. for a week, isn't it? Yeah, you sort of do feel secluded, um, like you're in a totally different world. I mean, you think about it, you don't, yeah, you see a couple of cars driving past, but you stop doing everything that you normally do and have yeah. like, lack of access to things that you normally have access to, so. Yeah. Any Anything, because this was your first festival, isn't it? I went in big. Um, a lot of people said, you know, don't, don't peak too early. Yeah, go to a little one like, you know, V or Festival. Reading or something. But, Reading. Uh, I went in yeah. at the deep end. Um, not a strong swimmer either, so that, that was a risk. <laughs> but uh, no, it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the main thing for me that I was worried for you um, about Terry. was cleanliness. Because I know you like to be, you're a very cleanly person. I'm a clean guy. I'm not saying I'm not a cleanly person, <laughs> but you're, you seem to be very cleanly. I do have uh, sort of routines that I stick to. In the morning when getting ready. Yeah, um, yeah very regimented reaction. <laughs> uh, so uh, how, did, how did you find the, the, the whole, uh, the kind of free freeing vibe of not, not having to clean, well, not needing, well, can't, unable to clean, really? Yeah, I mean, I could have paid £5 for a shower, but I think looking at the five showers pounds. put me wow. off, really. Um, I think, honestly, at first, I got there the first day and I was like, oh, God, like, I'm so sweaty. I've been holding all my stuff. I've got a tent that is just so average and hot. How am I going to do this? And then I yeah. woke up the next morning. I was like, oh, I don't actually care. Like you just crack on. And as each day goes on, you just don't even think about it at all. No. Could have done with a hair wash, but again, you just sort of get over it. Yeah. And did you have, do you have any kind of top tips now you've, you've uh, come back? <laughs> how to survive. Yeah, how to survive. Um, I'd, we got lucky because of sun, but I would have definitely taken less clothes. Amazingly. I would have taken oh, really? less clothes. Um, I probably wouldn't have bothered with my toiletries and to such an extent, so I wouldn't have bothered with shower gel. All you need no. is anti-back um, wipes, yeah, anti-back wipes, anti-back gel, baby wipes, and some dry shampoo. Uh, 
you're good. And you're good to go. But you're coming next time, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Was there anyone there that was kind of ponging a little bit? Um, we had a we had a pact uh, that I went with three, well, two other guys, and we had a pact. uh, If any of us smell at any time, (laughs) you have to tell the other person. Yeah. Um, no one, no one had to say anything, unless I was. Maybe they didn't stick to the pact. I was the one that was smelling. I don't know. That's true. I'll never know. You could have been the ponger. Yeah. <laughs> so what about uh, music-wise? What was, what was your favourite kind of... Florence and the Machine, act? by far. Yeah? Yeah, she was incredible. Um, I'm normally not into sort of emotional... I, I mean, I'm a quite emotional guy. I'll throw that out there. I am. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying I got emotional. I'm not saying that. I'm not openly admitting that. But I'm saying it was emotional. So basically, you, you cried. Oh, what's that? No, no. no. <laughs> you did. No, no. There was... I think my hay fever was kicking in at that point, <laughs> which I yeah, don't okay. have. So, but there's a lot of farms and that around, so kicking up a lot of grass and yeah, no, sure, yeah, allergies going wild. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. but yeah, no, yeah. she was amazing, and Florence uh, Pharrell Williams and... was was pretty top. And old yeah, Lionel. I saw. I mean, I saw some of the acts on uh, on the old web, uh, and uh, and yeah, Florence seemed quite emotional, and yeah, like you said. Pharrell, I mean, he he seemed class to me. Yeah. He seemed really, really, really good. I think a big act as well that's really up and coming at the moment is uh, The Slaves. Yeah, I remember saying Very different. These. Very, um, I, I can't really describe it. You just have to watch it. I probably wouldn't listen to their stuff day to day, but live, they just, they were crowd surfing. They got on the crowd. I mean, you'd never sort of see that nowadays. Really. No, no. So they were involved. What kind of music do they play? Um, they're sort of just shouting quite, like quite heavy, cockney. Like a- like, like a mixture between like rock and heavy metal. I would say take Oasis, make it yeah. less musical and just more shouty. Loads of drums. Yeah, loads of drums and just he loves it. He goes mad. He's he's crazy, yeah. but he's very funny. Um, so facts. Do you have any facts that you you've learned from uh Glasto? Some facts. Can, can I call it that as I haven't been yet? Glastow. No, no, you have to call it Glastonbury no, Festival of uh, music and contemporary arts. Well, I, I found a lot of the American people uh, that were performing there called it Glastonbury. Yes. And Lionel Richie sort of called it Glastonbury. Very sort like of longed a, out. A Jamaican like kind of swing on it. Yes, yes. Um, no, you can't call it Glastonbury, firstly. Secondly, um, facts I learned. Yes, compost. Actually, you think compost would smell, but putting it on your... Uh, when you go to a compost toilet, you have to take a cup if you're doing a, uh, a toosie as they say, and you sprinkle it. A sprinkle, it's not a cake. Um, <laughs> chuck, chuck on it. Chuck, yeah, pour. I don't you could say pour, could you? Yeah, I'm going to go for sprinkle. sprinkle. You can sprinkle on your toozy and it stops the smell. Oh, okay. So it keeps them and, it, and then it acts as like uh, compost. Acts as compost, yeah. So Fertiliser kind of thing. Mm. You are actually yeah. toozying in a bin when you think about it. It is just a dustbin below. Um, oh. Yeah, which is... And wait, is that going on the farm or something? I, I don't know where that's going. Probably. Uh, they do reuse it. I mean, then yeah. I think about it. I'm. What about that compost that I'm putting on the toosie? Is that someone else's toosie from last year? <laughs> Inception. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a way to think about it. Jeez. Uh, I'm also wow. going to stop calling yeah. it a toosie as well. So. Yeah. Well, did you, do you know how much the first, the, the admission for the first Glastonbury Festival was? When was the first festival? Do you know? Uh, nineteen seventy. Wow. Nin- the seventh, 
the 19th of September 1970. I'm going to say it was either free or very low. £5? It was actually £1. Wow. And, on a top, like, this is quite good because I know you're like, you're a cereal. You got a free milk with that. Wow. Now, it doesn't actually say what how much that was a pint or, you know, a little carton. I'm assuming but, uh, a pint. I'm pint. assuming a carton. But imagine that. You get a free milk, a pound, and music. They were charging a pound for the milk this year, so. Yeah, I oh, really. <laughs> Switched that round, didn't we? <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, we did get some milk just to. Yeah, what was the food situation like? Were you you eating out most? Yeah, most... yeah, pretty much. Oh. Other than breakfast, it was uh, you go and get lots of different foods. So many different. It's quite types. expensive there, though, isn't mm. it? Yeah, you're spending sort of about average about seven pounds a meal if you do lunch uh, and dinner. Oh wow. Um, not cheap, but there was some very good food. Um, the I think yeah. the favourite of them all was uh, the hog roast roll with the pork baguette. Pork. Oh yeah, pork bath. Stuff. It was baguette, but you know. But more like a bath. Really. Well, I mean. It was a big if you were up north, it? if you were up north, it would be a bath. Because no, a bath's small and round. Oh, it was just like long and I didn't know what other <laughs> word I was going to use. Where there. are you going? Long, long. It was basically long, long, long and, and thin. Yeah, slit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, uh, no, it was. It was just a baguette. I mean, if I say to you, "Go to the shop and get me a baguette," you don't come back with a roll. It depends if there's any baguettes <laughs> right, left at yeah. the shop. <laughs> no, no, we're in France. There is loads. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, what about phone situation? Did, did you bother, you know, ch- charging up your phone? And is there places to charge it up there? They, uh, EE, other companies are available, but EE were the only ones there that um, had like a charging station. They handed them out. Yeah, they handed them out the little portable chargers. But I just took my own. Um, I had plenty. I went a bit overboard. I took four. Which will give about three charges. So I had about twelve recharges, which I wouldn't even use anyway across four or five days. So no. If anything, I went overboard. But I could text, so I was happy. Yeah, and you know you you're you're an important person, so you kind of need to to get your messages out to them. <laughs> yeah, any, anything could have happened in that time. You know? Well, you know, yeah, it's very true. Um, two million is the number of pints of lager drunk over the weekend. That's only the weekend, by the way, not the the, the couple of days that some people That's set up so before. Obviously, I mean, I probably had about a million of those myself. Did you get quite leery then? No, not really. I'm, you no. know, I'm not a massive drinker. It only takes about four to five pints, and I'm done for the night. But uh, less for me, to be honest. Yeah. So, but uh, no, we did have a great time, and I think the best thing about it, rather than oh, you know, you've got the music in the in the evenings, and when Kanye's done it, oh, let's all wrap up, go to bed, get get warmed and snuggled yeah. the night's just begun i mean you just there's so many places to go out um got so many little type of club things underground it was incredible yeah i think and that's the good the good thing about glastonbury whereas other festivals i've been to a couple of festivals before and things like v when i was very young I think, I think it's kind of like the the teenage festival really um but something it, it all ends at a certain time because obviously they have to shut off the music at a certain point mm. Mm. Um, because of the you know the people around nice the, the surrounding area um so you know you don't have anything to do after that you just go back to the tent and then people just start lighting gas canisters a lot and uh <laughs> chucking pea filled la- lager cups all over your tent fantastic uh so very fun yes but not as good as glastonbury where you can just go into a, like a almost a nightclub yeah. atmosphere afterwards yeah i think the best story there's a thing called the rabbit hole 
which is basically... Yeah, I heard this. It sounds amazing. Yeah, so basically, there's a, a rabbit hole every year, and it's somewhere in the... Uh, I'm going to say campus. Somewhere in the campus. The campus, have, yeah. You have to find it. The uni of life. <laughs> <laughs> the uni of recycle. Um, <laughs> you have to find it somewhere, anywhere, right? And we're in this tent. It was Sunday night, and we still hadn't found the rabbit hole. I, to be honest, I couldn't really bother to find it. Um, we're in this tent, having a good night. You know, everyone's, you know, everyone's having fun. Sure, yeah. And then there was just these people, sort of, like... Um, seals on the edge of the beach like crawling around the floor looking for the rabbit hole and we were like what are you doing like he was like oh i'm just looking for the rabbit hole there was like three guys just crawling along the floor off their heads and then we were like oh well we'll help you out let's look for the rabbit hole you know yeah so we started moving this tent bear in mind i'm standing up he's on the floor crawling around i'm just moving the tent a bit and then i just feel this oh on the back of my neck and it's the bouncer of the tent and he's like, he grabs me and my mate. And he's like, oh, you're looking for the rabbit hole, are you boys? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we are. And he was like, get out. So actually picks us up. He's literally dragging us out. I'm obviously Whoa. cracking up because I'm just looking for the rabbit <laughs> hole. So I'm laughing as we're going out. I'm looking at my mate. He's laughing. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're just looking for the rabbit hole. And as I'm getting dragged out, I'm like, uh, mate, do you actually, on that note, do you know where it is this year? <laughs> he just pushed me and just, oh, I don't so did you not find it in the no end? and i got oh, kicked out is... of the place oh, but what made it worse that. was it was the end of the night so i think he was just a bit power hungry yeah probably hadn't had much trouble during the no. uh the weekend or something he wanted to flex some muscles. yeah well did anyone just see i kick those two guys out <laughs> you know i think it was a bit Shut. like that so yeah yeah i also felt pretty pretty badass did you i've never been kicked out of it raging against the machine <laughs> like protesting after that <laughs> so it's uh, nearly that time of year where everyone's kind of packing or, or getting ready for their their big holidays abroad um everyone loves a holiday yeah everyone i mean British. i love one. Oh, yeah. you've been you've seen some places young man i've seen i've seen a couple of places yeah i think um, it's it's just good to get away from the the british isle isn't it? <laughs> the, the hustle and br- bustle of britain yeah <laughs> The hove. What is a hove? <laughs> What's a hove? I don't. I think it's something to do with home. So we'll, okay, we'll research that, that and I'll take that. Yeah, we'll take. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, uh, do we really need to go abroad at the moment? I know we've already talked about this, but it's pretty hot over here. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. But I feel like when I'm over here, I sweat a lot more when it's hot here. Oh yeah. But then when I'm over in, you know, Jamaica, or <laughs> just drop in, that in the... one in there. <laughs> Or Fiji, never, <laughs> never been to Fiji. Um, but when I'm over those uh, in those kind of places, I I just feel a lot cooler and like I can handle the heat a lot more. I think I know what it is. What's that? You're in holiday mode. Your brain transforms. You've got that mentality. Mm. Yeah. You just know. You know it's going to be hot when you wake up. I wake up in bed here. I think, go away. Don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I think obviously because our houses aren't really built for this kind of heat as well. Sorry. So, <laughs> explain. Well, we don't have any air conditioning, okay. the majority of people. No, that's true. The walls are way thicker than they are in, like, France, like, south of France and Spain and those kind of places. What the uh, heck? ridiculous. I think that's pretty true. I think there's a, it's a scientific fact. Oh, I don't know. I don't, when I go on holiday, I don't study the thickness of the walls, to be fair. Well, I do. I have my tape measure. I'm over there <laughs> looking. I'm measuring bloody everything. 
Um, and um, also, like Greece, they have. Uh, Don't mention Greece at the moment. Yeah, in a place, oh, uh, a place like um, Santorini. Oh, nothing personal. All their ha- houses are white. Yeah, no, that's got true. Blue roofs. That that's to true. reflect the obviously the sunlight and stuff. That's yeah. true. I didn't think about it like that. You taught me something new. So houses are built for you know different reasons. Over here, they're bloody thick walls and you've got chimneys and fireplaces everywhere. Chimneys. I love a chimney. Yeah. I don't have a chimney. I don't have a chimney. Yeah, do you not? No. Is yours like quite a new build then? No, it was just we have the thing that. Why are we talking about? <laughs> let's get off this. Let's get off this. this is a load of rubbish. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, the, the one thing you notice is, I think you can spot a British person on holiday from a mile off. Oh yeah, probably firstly because they're red. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I... they've got their they've got like their fluorescent Bermuda shorts on. You could spot them like <laughs> twenty miles away, and just those that sort of white upper pale arm. Yeah, on. like the wife beater kind of tan lines. <laughs> the old... I I, actually, I don't think it's ethical to call them wife beaters anymore. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, probably don't put that in actually. Tank tan. <laughs> the Lonsdale vest. <laughs> the Lonsdale vest. Yeah, I, I see quite a few people recently, especially kind of the middle aged edging to the 50s and 60s wearing these um bum bags oh yeah the fanny packs fanny packs yeah um they're all the they rage like, at the moment to be fair what's that they're all the rage at the moment well actually i think i saw you in a picture of, with one of them on what? japan what i think i did <laughs> He's how, caught how, in the act. how old how old are you how, right? old, how old was i when i was there or now <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've still got it in the world. I mean, it, I, technically, they are a very good idea. It's, it's so convenient. Fashionably, they're not really that great, are they? It depends how you rock it, though, doesn't it? How do you rock it? On the front. Slightly hanging low. Like So, that wouldn't be called a bum bag then, I suppose, would it? Well, no, it's just a trendy bag. A trendy bag. All right. Okay. Tiny well, I mean, I, I, I've never tried it, but I think... I, I think I might. No. <laughs> it's a branch now. Um, but I think the classic and the thing that we all know, and our dads do it, and I probably will do it one day, the socks and flops. I, I can never see myself doing that. No, finish. same. I mean, that is an absolute crime, isn't it? Well, it just defeats the object of having flip-flops on. You're supposed to get air to your feet, not yeah. really to be package fair, I, them up I in little bundles. As it is. I do yeah. struggle getting mine out. <laughs> We here on the Waffler podcast like to have a look at the the alternate news stories of the week, the uh, the maybe strange and bizarre. Um, so this is a segment we like to call the alternate news with Funk. Hunky ape woos women in Japan. The prices of milk has been slashed. Dolphin leaps onto boat and whacks woman. Ah, flack. Uh, Two friends reunited with a twist. Right, so let's go to the first story. So, yeah, this is this story in the news this week that a hunky ape (laughs) has been uh, kind of showing off its brooding, and this is a quote, brooding good looks and sensitive nature, um, and has been wooing Japanese women. It's graphic. Yeah, and there's even this. I mean, I've, I'm just looking at the news story here now. There's even this uh, photograph, which kind of looks like it's uh, 
off someone's MySpace page from back in the day. Throwback. Kind of like face, face perched to the, towards the left of the screen. Right. Yeah. Um, fingers in front of mouth in a kind of uh, tempting position. Succulent manner. Yeah, and then his head to the left, and his eyes looking straight down the lens. Wow, I haven't actually seen this picture, but now I've got it in front of me, and <laughs> we may have to stop. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how strange is that? Um, I mean, of course, we do supposedly um, originate from. Some sorts of apes. Yes. Yeah. So, so similar to this guy, he's obviously um, the Brad Pitt of of the gorillas, isn't he? Yeah, he obviously is. Uh, I don't know whether he's getting much action in his own kind of territory species. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. I hope he is because <laughs> he deserves it. Because I don't know how it would work if it was an actual human on gorilla action. What? I don't know whether you know everything lines up. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> What's the next story? Wow. Is that uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> you absolute weirdo. Uh, so milk prices have been slashed uh, by about 10p per pint. You've got your big competitors, big supermarkets that you can only imagine what they're called, um, with your lower, slightly more German, uh, lower-priced supermarkets that are coming Bud- in a lot lower. Yeah. yeah coming in a lot lower about 10p less so farmers are obviously an absolute crisis they are literally pitchforking and <laughs> you know they're just annoyed uh, which is fair because it's their business and, and how you know how low is this going to go really well what gets me is i mean with fuel fuel prices dropped just recently they're back up to higher than what they were after a month so milk mm. will be back up everyone calm down but uh, what an interesting fact is 85 percent of people drink cow's milk uh, which is quite interesting it's quite high obviously but yeah you've got your other milks out there which i have tried recently you know almond uh, yeah rice, soya very popular soya, obviously. obviously goat's milk i've seen goat's about milk, yeah. i mean we, you know why not try a different animal yeah i, I even saw um i mean this is very london hipster kind of thing i even saw a, uh, an ice cream made out of breast milk that you could you could buy oh, i mean that's disgusting it is disgusting, but it's very only expensive. because I mean, don't get me wrong, that's natural, but I don't know who's. Brett. Yeah, but then again, you're drinking from a cow. Yeah, that's and true. cows are kind of disgusting animals, right? We're more disgusting than a human being, I, I feel. I only drink out of um, you know certain milks that particularly come from the back udders. I don't drink from the front. God, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, when you actually think of the whole process, I think it's a bit weird that we're drinking, you know, mm. another animal's milk, but you know. It, it does taste good. <laughs> it does. I love I love cow's milk. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to drink my bloody cereal. I uh, eat my bloody cereal. That's true. Um, Speaking of cereal, we went to the Cereal Killer Cafe. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago now, yeah. It was really good, wasn't it? It was very good, yeah. Mm, very. Uh, they've got a new one opening up in Camden now as well. I've also this been one... to that one, so. Oh, have you? Yes, I have, yeah. Cheers for inviting me. Yeah, you weren't about, I don't think. Did you not get the memo? No. I don't get memos from you. No, I don't think I've ever sent a memo in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the next news story is Dolphin leaps onto boat, breaking woman's ankles. That is serious. That is glum. Uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing, really, to happen. I think it's quite a shock as well. Um, Imagine but if you were is... just on a boat and the dolphin hops on. Just... Well, yeah, it reminds me of that Simpsons episode. I haven't seen it. Have you not? No. Uh, basically, dolphins take over the world. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's quite a lot. Um, but basically, I have to say, I mean, the the story itself isn't funny. It's quite tragic. No. You know, she's she's had to undergo five hours of surgery to to kind of fix what had gone wrong. But it's the way the uh, her husband describes the the dolphin jumping onto the boat. So Mr. Dirkman told the Orange County Register, it hit my wife <laughs> and knocked her over and then punched my daughter. It can't punch. That's ridiculous. That's the thing that made me laugh. Like, it, just imagine a dog punch your daughter and then just dive off and go away. Hit and run. Yeah. That's but, ridiculous. you know... Even though all that happened, uh, the family was still very considerate of the dolphin because it obviously had landed on the boat and was stuck there. So they they started splashing water onto the dolphin to keep it alive. Uh, And then apparently the the dolphin is fine. Um, Swam away. How can they possibly know that? Well, it swam away. Apparently not seriously harmed. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna check it up. Uh, It's gonna go for a doctor's appointment. Oh wait, before you go. (laughs) <laughs> are you okay <laughs> well if you can punch you can bloody talk so this is about two friends that have been quite magically reunited um it's not magical at all um but it is it is rather emotional when i watch the video i'd recommend watching it um basically a uh, well a young convict uh is in is in uh what's it called court that's the word do they call it court over in america yeah they yeah do. they still the same as here uh <laughs> just checking but yeah so he's over in court and he gets into his uh i mean i really don't know nothing about legal buildings he gets into his section where he's yeah I, I call it section so basically the the sort of paddock that you're standing <laughs> when you're in. okay he gets into the court looks up at the judge and it's an old school friend um yeah. and she he doesn't realize at first she says to him oh did you did you used to go to school and you know wherever and he's like oh my god and then just actually starts breaking down and that's when it gets really emotional because i think everything just hits him that he realizes the situation he's in yeah i mean he's obviously on hard times he, i mean the guy he was a burglar isn't he oh is that what he did i didn't know his crime yeah he, he was a burglar um so he's obviously come on hard times and then just seeing someone that's you know done very well for herself yes, i suppose and you know you were good friends with her at school i suppose it is quite emotional really. she was like oh we used to play football he was, he was the nicest guy in middle school the nicest yeah. guy and i think it was and just it, wow it just felt like she, she she had a very disappointing tone in her voice as well didn't mm. she? do you think that would affect the trial you know her opinion um her i judgment. don't know I, I, surely it shouldn't really no. um because then you know you can't just let your friends get off scot-free i meant um, friends i don't know it's well, ex-friends. But yeah, I don't think you can really. No, but he sort them... of broke down. It was, it's a definitely worth a watch. It's, it's only short, yeah. isn't it? 40 seconds. Yeah. That is the alternative news. With fuck. We're, we're nearly at the end of the podcast. Well done if you're still with us. Yeah, thank you very much. You haven't won anything. Nothing at all. Um... But what you have won, actually. Oh, what's coming? You, what you have won is the chance in the next three minutes or so to listen to our top five YouTube videos of the week. Top five YouTube videos. 
We have uh, selected five videos from YouTube that we think you should go out there and give a watch. Yeah. So we've trawled hundreds of videos so you don't have to go through loads of rubbish to find some good mm. stuff. You know that awkward moment when you're hovering over your keyboard? What shall I type in? I don't know. Type in these. And links to uh, all of the videos that we're going to be talking about today uh, will be in our blog. Correct. So check that out. Uh, <laughs> the link, that. the link to and the link to our blog will be somewhere in the podcast description. You so make it a, sounds so tempting. It does sound very tempting. Anyway, let's go to our first YouTube video recommendation of the mm. week. What have you got for us? The first YouTube video that we have got for you. I was uh, at work the other day, and I just wanted to know, oh, I had an apple in my hands. How can I rip this? How can I break it in half? <laughs> Great magic trick uh, that I've seen someone do. I wanted to learn how to do it, so I thought, let's put it in YouTube. Someone will know. Uh, a great wait, wait, wait. Is it a magic trick? Well, I, I, if you learn You're how just to using it. brute strength to open up an apple with your bare hands. But I still can't do it, so there's obviously a technique. And I'm why definitely want to do it. Why do, you, okay. why do you want to do this anyway? <laughs> I don't know. You know when, oh, has anyone got a party trick? Chuck me an apple. Bang. <laughs> That's what I want to be able to do. So I'm learning. Right, okay. Go on. So the Russian hacker, very popular YouTubist, um, has got a great video. And I was sort of, <laughs> it's a little bit weird because he's, the way he introduces it, firstly, is, um, yeah, if you want to know how to break an apple. I, I kind of want, want to hear you do a Russian accent, to be honest. If, uh... <laughs> If you want to learn how to break an apple, any oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's right. Maybe you just just interview a bit. In... All the roll roll you... in the time. I'm in the middle of a great action. Sorry, sorry. Carry on. If you want to know how to break an apple, <laughs> yes. Then there's many techniques. There's the many different ways, and anybody can know how to do this. And that's at the point where I was like, oh god, anyone can do it. And I still can't do it after the video, so. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna learn. But there's many different techniques. You can use your middle finger and smack down on it. You can rip it with brute force. Many different techniques. Check it out. Oh well, wow. sounds very, uh, very intriguing. Mm. Uh, so next is arrogant cat. I mean, I didn't know what that was. Well, well, the thumbnail for the uh, the video. Um, was someone doing yoga. So I thought Arrogant Cat was a yoga position, basically. Uh, obviously, it isn't. Um, weird to look at yoga, to be fair. Yeah. Not as in uh, yoga, I just didn't put you on that. Well, no, it, it, was, it, was, it was kind of a suggested video. So, you know, I just had a look at it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I won't tell you the surprise, but you probably can guess it. Um, but have a look. It, obviously, the link is in, uh, is in, the, uh, in the blog. Arrogant uh, Cat, done. Arrogant Cat. Um, What's your next one? The next one. Now, this is a great video. It's uh, a water skiing squirrel. Now, I I mean, very bizarre, very great, but it's actually advertising the GoPro, to be fair. So Yeah, and you may have seen the other water skiing squirrel video, but this is from a different perspective, mm. isn't it? It's, yes. uh, it's from the perspe perspective of, I looking don't know, the boat guy looking back at the squirrel. Yeah. So you're very close to the squirrel. But it's called Twiggy the Water Skiing Squirrel, um, advertising by GoPro. Yeah, very funny. Um, and then the final one this week uh, is is oh, oh popular. I've got a message. Sorry, I need, I should I should put my phone on silent. Um, so the penultimate video, <laughs> nice. Uh, is uh, it's quite hard one to explain really, but basically, uh, Vladimir Klitschko, you know the the boxer. I do. And a, another boxer, an American boxer called Shannon Briggs, 
they've been having kind of a feud recently. Uh, basically, Shannon Briggs wants to fight Vladimir Klitschko again because he, he's fought him before, but he wants a, kind of a rematch sort of thing. But Vladimir Klitschko is kind of like, nah, I'm all right, mate. I don't been really there, done that. Yeah, been there, done that. So this video um, has Shannon Briggs walking into a restaurant where Vladimir Klitschko is eating um, and basically starts to eat his food. Can I just also add, when you do watch it, when you show me this video, it looks like he's eating cornflakes. I mean, yeah, he may, I mean, that might be a boxer's kind of diet. I don't know. I don't know what he's eating, but it looks like cornflakes. Um, but yeah, check it out. And then there's something that happens after that, which is uh, it's quite juicy. Mm. Pretty juicy. Uh, and the final one. Final one, just a quick cap, but it is basically the new trailer for the Steve Jobs film. Now, there already has been a Steve Jobs film, isn't there? But more of a Yeah, with Aston Kutcher, yeah. Um, this is a new one. Great cast, great lineup. I mean, it's so. Uh, yeah, who, who have we got here? We've got Michael Fassbender. Great actor. 12 Years uh, a Slave. He's done all sorts, yeah. isn't he? Um, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Comedy. Uh, and then Kate Winslet is in it, I think. I believe she is. Um, yeah, so um, take a little look. Steve Jobs' official trailer. Yeah, Stella Class. Uh, Stella Cast, sorry. Um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Well, that's that. That's it. Yeah. How do we, how do you end a podcast? I don't know. Um, bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and hopefully you will become a a regular listener mm. potentially. I've been Smith. Uh, He's been Woody. Yeah, and and this has been the Waffler Podcast.